laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have such doubts. Sweet <laughs> leg. All right, movie time, episode seventy-eight uh, with Angadari. We've got uh, a couple, a couple a mini review of Spencer. Uh, I'll talk about Eternals, and then like the main review is the Heart of They Fall, is the uh, all-black western that was released on Netflix a couple days ago, maybe. I think it was um, last weekend. The oh, fifth, I think. Yeah, I was expecting it to get more hubbub uh, around the release and i just like kind of for i remember we talked about it a couple times but uh when it came out i kind of just you know forgot um so yeah we'll get into that i guess we'll start with the other things we've watched and then we'll get to i'll do eternals and then we'll go we'll both do spencer so i guess you can uh, did you only watch spencer um i mean the other things i've been watching are just in the realm of reality tv so i watch rupaul's drag race uk i watch dragula which is like an alternative drag show which is superior to drag race in my opinion and of course the real housewives beverly hills just finished and the real housewives of salt lake city uh, has been on and one of the main housewives was just arrested on camera by or she was being stalked down by homeland security and the fbi on on camera so that's been a first but yeah i haven't watched like any other movies in the past week Okay, well, I'll get into my stuff then. Uh, Making a Murderer, I rewatched the first season, and um, then I watched the new season. I mean, you haven't watched the new season, right? No. You never did? I mean, there's no way. I think it was the the brother, Bobby Dassey. They found a hard drive. like So oh. basically, Stephen, Stephen Avery gets this new lawyer, Kathleen Zellner, who is like um, notorious for freeing men who were in, you know wrongfully convicted? Like she's like, I think she's exonerated like twenty two men or women and um, who were wrongly convicted, which was like a record in the United States or whatever. So she starts working on the case. She starts retesting evidence. She starts checking out you know affidavits and stories like that. And one of the things they was never brought up in the original trial and like was well, I don't think it was even provided to the defense was a hard drive from Bobby Dassey, Brendan Dassey's brother's computer with like sickening porn searches, like like decapitated women, dismembered women. Like clearly this guy had something to do with it. Um, and he lied on the stand and everything. It just like, it is pretty fucking crazy how they, how they locked him up for like nothing. Um, well, not nothing. I mean, Brendan for sure. I mean, the kid, you know, low oh, IQ. So I can't, 16. I can't watch that again. That was too sad to watch. And, and he's still in and, the fucking state of Wisconsin. It's just the biggest asshole. Like every single time, like a federal district court overturned his conviction. Then the state motioned and basically his lawyers were just trying to get him out on bond for the, for the appeals and the state kept denying it, kept denying it. And then they brought it up to another circuit, uh, like a panel of three. And the those judges agreed that the um, case should be 
or the conviction should remain overturned. And then the state fought it again, brought it up to that full panel of 11 judges, and then they denied it. So like they just fucked him over and over and it's, it's sad, but um, pretty good. I mean, the second, second season was like a little bit dragged on. Cause like they didn't have that much to talk about. So, um, so it felt a little slow at times. I watched uh rewatch Tiger King. Cause that's coming out this week. The 17th. I kind of, when was making a murderer released? 2015. The first one. Okay, I it would was love like to know right the after. the correlation with like the rise of true crime. Podcasts I think it's really too. it's really serial was the first one in 2014, and then 2015 was making a murderer too, which was huge. So I think those are like the first. I mean, I'm sure there's like some random podcasts that were before that, but um, I mean, those are the two that really popped off. Like I remember making a murderer was so fucking popular when it came out yeah i serial keeps me that first season of serial keeps me awake at night sometimes i just start googling things about adnan syed i was close <laughs> to watching the hbo series but i heard it was no, they good. just retrot the same territory same yeah um i watched the tire king like i said uh coming out this week oh it is the new season oh, I got, <laughs> yeah. this weekend i think it's the 17th i, I think know it's coming what, out oh. midweek Okay, yeah. well, I know what I'll be doing later. And I was like, I was like thinking, I mean, it's great. I mean, watching that first season, it was really good. Um, I watched the Night Stalker one on Netflix. Did you watch that one? Richard no, Ramirez? I can't do him. I can't do that. Yeah, that one was probably the creepiest one I've ever seen. And, and I think the reason why it was like, I saw the John Wayne Gacy one too, and that was creepy. But like this one was the way they filmed it. I mean, this dude, I'm, I think it's more like very almost relatable in the sense that like it could happen to you like he just walks into people's houses at night and it was free people used to be so much more liberal with their uh oh yeah opening windows and doors and there were like a lot of survivors too like he would do it i mean he did like every crime like he wouldn't just like stick to okay i'm only doing murder yeah it was pretty sick i might rather just die at that point (laughs) i don't know if i would want to live with the trauma oh yeah i I mean it was it was fucked up oh my god Um, like those people from i survived don't they wait they have another (laughs) subset of that did you see they have i survived a serial killer oh yeah i did we did talk oh my god i don't know if i can watch that. that um yeah, so that was probably the scariest one I've seen. Like I was, a, I was scared last night. I locked all my windows before I went to bed, and then, yeah, <laughs> the creepy. Night Stalker <laughs> the in Night Buffalo, Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Well, he traveled all around the fucking state of California. Essentially, he like committed murders in Los Angeles, and then went up to San Francisco and like committed crimes. So he was. You know, he I, was I feel like those, around. like New York City and Los Angeles, are hubs for murderers. So I'm staying away. Yeah, he, he's dead now, so it's fine. He died of cancer in prison um waiting on death row okay so i'll talk about the eternals um it's getting like review bombed on the internet and i think it's purposeful i don't think it doesn't truly reflect like the movie's quality i don't think the movie's great by any means it's a very middle of the road marvel movie really what i was hoping to get out of it was like how it's going to set up the rest of the mcu and i think it does that a little bit in like the post credit scenes and stuff but otherwise like it just yeah it wasn't I don't know. It wasn't that compelling. The little Sprite character, she was really freaking annoying. Um, who else? Yeah, I mean, Kumail Nanjiani, I would have liked him a little bit more in it. Like, I feel like the actors who I liked, the internals that I liked, just didn't get enough screen time. Um, they focused a lot on Richard Madden. Uh, and I like Richard Madden, but, and he was good. I thought Angelina Jolie was surprisingly good. Like, I mean, I think people think disagree with me, but I, you know, I liked her in it. Um, I, I was hoping that a lot of them would just be one-off characters who wouldn't come back, but it seems that 
like Angelina Jolie might be in future films. So like, I mean, if she's coming back, I think. Well, they're coming back for the Eternals. No, I know Uh, what I'm saying. She's making a comeback. Jolie Assange. I don't know. I feel like she's just kind of raking the the Marvel checks and just that's all she'll do. I don't know. Maybe. Um, So overall, I mean, I don't I don't usually I'm not even going to rate it because I don't usually rate Marvel movies. But I mean, if you like Marvel, you'll like it. It's again, it's not a top tier Marvel movie like people were expecting. I think it did have some nice shots, uh, like some Chloe Zhao shots. Uh, There was a first sex scene in the MCU between Richard Madden and uh, Gemma Chan. So that was a new thing. They uh, seriously haven't had a sex scene yet. Yeah. Those fucking movies are so sanitized. Again, I'm thinking (laughs) about how much I hate Marvel. (laughs) I think it's going to change. I think. I think it's even slowly, the change slowly. is manufactured. No, shut up. You always <laughs> say that. Um, and they had the first gay couple, I think. Okay. In there. Or was the first gay couple? I don't think it was the first gay couple, but uh, one of the Eternals was gay. Um, yeah, so it was good. Uh, and then I guess we'll talk about Spencer. Well, you didn't say anything about Succession. It's on the list. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not much to say. Succession, I. I've been watching. I've been keeping up with it. It's great. I feel like Mad Men and Succession because no. I, I'm no, no, no. I'm I'm not relating them. I'm saying that I've seen so many parts of it from my mom watching mom, it, and I feel like I can. Watches. Well, I feel like I can ascertain the entire plot of Mad Men at this point. Mad but Men, yes. yes, yeah. Succession. Uh, I see some parts of that sometimes. Very good. All right, so Spencer, um, I think we both left the movie kind of like underwhelmed. <laughs> um, I guess I'll start with what the good parts of the movie were. What do you think the good parts were? Costumes? I actually, well, I've been thinking about the movie a you lot. Like well, first of all, now? yeah, a little uh. bit more than I initially thought. And also, I had a horrible, like, I was not feeling good on Thursday. So the whole movie, I had a horrible stomach ache. So that kind of colored my my viewing experience. Um, I thought that the styling was amazing. Um, the mm-hmm. setting was amazing. I think the, the way that it was kind of colored, like a 90s, mm-hmm. you know, late 80s movie. Um I thought that Kristen Stewart gave a good performance with some of her cadence and delivery of lines was a little bit. I think she gave an okay performance. I think what really carried her was the, how much she looked like Diana. I think that's what Mm -hmm. carried her. Don't get me wrong. She had a good accent, but she delivered every single line, essentially the same quickly uh, head to the side, like doing all these weird head twitches. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like distractingly bad or anything. It was just average. Like, I think a lot of people were like, oh my God, it was the best performance. I'm still on. Kristen Stewart isn't a good actor. Like I'm on that train still. This didn't change my opinion. So I need to see more. Yeah, that's exactly. I feel like she really I've moved towards neutral. What um, were you before? Bad? Yeah, I was pretty underwhelmed by her before. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the good parts were, I, I echo Ariana's statements and the good parts, but otherwise, uh, it was a little long, I think. Um, I weirdly, for some reason, was like, oh, this would be a movie that would hit better at home. I don't know why I feel like that, but maybe <laughs> there, there's a certain, I don't know. I like, they're like, looking back at it, I do like, the sort of psychological element that they it was kind of an unnerving movie they had yes. like a lot of plays with reality and dreams and stuff mm-hmm. i'd be interested to know like how much of that is really where they got their information but i mean i think well i was talking to mom about it and, and every, it was known that she was bulimic like that was a known fact i didn't know that though until i watched yeah it's interesting going into it with i really just don't know much about princess diana she Same. was a little before my time uh, obviously i know who she was much before and, our time yeah but like when we were growing up the princess diana beanie baby 
Oh, I don't know. There were that. things. I remember I mean, we Princess really Diana. really conscious being... for when she died. But I always like knew her name and stuff. Yeah, and of then... course. But yeah, I don't have like a t- total cultural uh, sort of um, context for that. So it was, yeah, it was like I said, the, I mean, it's very, like I said, it's very lifestyle porn for me. I love, you know, the grandiosity of the, the palace and the outfits and just the fashion sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I would say it's a seven for me. Yeah, I gave like a seven four. Hmm. Yeah, it's not. A, I mean, I, I would I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't like it's not that I'm what I'm saying. I won't recommend it. It's not because I think it's bad. I just like I don't know. It's just OK. Very average. I would recommend it, but I would say watch it at home. Maybe. Yeah. Don't spend your money on the theater. Uh, wait uh-huh. for it to come out on streaming. That's what I would say. Yeah, I would watch it again, though. I, I don't know. I would watch it again just to see if I could there's other things that I could pick up on, but mm-hmm. uh, all right. Movie news. Paul Rudd voted sexiest man alive. I mean, Paul Rudd's hot about time. Yeah, He doesn't age at all. I know he is. Uh, he's a good looking guy. He's too good for Hollywood. <laughs> I hope right. nothing ever bad ever comes out about him. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Right. All right. Taylor Swift releases all too well music video with some shots at Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know much about this. I've kind of tried to do my ignorance on it. You know, just not like get involved. Do you know about that? Like what? It's like he's like a gaslighter, apparently. And he was old and she was young and, you know, probably some inappropriate things going on there. I take no. I take the stance of I'm not taking this in when anything related to Taylor Swift. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't take it on. Um, But. Yeah. You know, I do think it was retroactively really shitty the way that the media portrayed her relationships with men, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and yeah, of course, like there is like a theme in Hollywood of, of older men dating younger women. I'm sure there was probably some sort of, you know, power play, um, but I don't mm-hmm. know much about it. But people are obviously going side eyeing Jake Gyllenhaal. Right I'm sorry. Now. I, I was talking to somebody. I was like, look, I'm pleading ignorance so I can watch prisoners at my leisure. And not have to worry. I don't think there's anything like scathing. I don't know if there's anything scathing necessarily about him, but couldn't you, like I said, there's a lot of relationships in Hollywood, like the Florence Pugh and uh, Zach Braff of it all. Like there's a lot of relationships like that in Hollywood. That's a, that's a sickening one. Cause I like, cause Florence Pugh is awesome. Like Taylor Swift. I could care. I mean, it's going crazy on TikTok, of course, but you know, that's TikTok. but um, I don't know. I think in we know there's, we have a pretty, I mean, yeah, with people like that, it's, you know, there's mm. most there's certain tiers of shittiness that actors embody, and mm. I'm sure he's been shitty. I don't I never really th- upheld him, though, as a person who had like a really strong moral compass. I just no, was like, just he's a good actor. Like, <laughs> but be, yeah, I'm sure he, yeah. he was like a very yeah, sure I mean, predatory in ways. Yeah. So uh, I'm still I'm still a Jake Gyllenhaal guy, but, you know, I still will watch his movies. Uh, Kira Knightley to star in horror comedy film Silent Night. Was there anything else on this? I just looked at the little, uh, you know, info about the trailer. So it's apparent. I thought initially it was just a straight up horror movie, but then I looked into it. It's like a Christmas dinner with the impending apocalypse. So, oh, interesting. Um, I'm gonna watch the trailer at some point, see if I may, if I would be interested in it because I do like Kira Knightley, obviously. Uh, she was actually really good in um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, and that's kind of a similar vibe, sort of a drama comedy. She's been relatively um, sporadic in her movies. I mean, she does best in historical, like a historical setting, obviously. Yeah. She just looks like she belongs in a corset in a huge dress. But I do um, like I do like the impressions of her. 
Yeah, they're People funny. People do good impressions. She has a distinct face. Yeah, that, I like that one guy who does it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, on TikTok. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm gonna watch the trailer. I just thought it was interesting because we haven't really heard much of her recently. Although I did see on Netflix one of the trailers that was playing was Begin Again. <laughs> I watched that not that long ago. <laughs> Which wait, again, did we, wait, did we watch it together or no? Who's no, I watched it, it multiple with? times. Though I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, it was. It was okay. It's like bad but good. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, the only reason (laughs) you think it's good is because is because fucking Ruffalo and Keira Knightley are in it. It's a fun. It's a cute movie. Um, Gal Gadot in final negotiations to star as evil queen in live action adaptation in Snow White. Um, are the question is are the seven dwarves going to be animated? Why are you? I feel like you've already you've brought up the seven dwarves. I don't Why think are you I obsessed have. with the seven dwarves? No, my, my real thing is, I think uh, Gail Godot is another one I don't think is a really good actress. I was going to say, is she not good? She's just very average. And uh, I mean, she's gorgeous, and I think that plays into it. But she, yeah, I mean, she doesn't really do it for me. So I don't really care about this. I don't care about, you know, I am uh, staunchly against live action Disney uh, movies. I think yeah. they're usually bad. They're usually mm-hmm. bad. So um disney plus day i just picked i mean there was a, so much shit that came out so i picked a couple things that i was interested in obi-wan kenobi series reveals concept art featuring like a couple a lot of shots and one of them is him and uh, darth vader facing off it's supposed to come out in 2022 i'm so fucking excited for this uh sorry the bills are like just hit a huge play um the <laughs> i'm very excited for it um I love that. Like I've mentioned this a ton, of, a ton of times. I love that Hayden Christensen's coming back. Like I can't fucking wait. Um, Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. Okay. Yeah. So then the teaser trailers for Moon Knight. That is the new uh, series featuring Oscar Isaac. Um, I like that. I mean, I think that's going to be a really interesting series. She Hulk, which um, I think that's going to be bad. Whenever well, they add like a she in I front know, of something, I'm just like Miss Hulk. Yeah, I, I, Mrs. I'll, Hulk. I'll watch it. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch every single one of these. But I, I, there's, yeah. Who plays She-Hulk? I think it's nobody I've reckoned. I recognize Miss Marvel. I'm not really sure what Miss Marvel is. I think it's she's a teenager. There's um, too many Marvels. I know. Oh wait, Ma- no Marvels. America is like there's too many. Like what? Yeah, why Captain do they all have the same name? Like they're uh, all yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're doing an Ag- Agatha Harkness spinoff series, Catherine Han. So oh okay. Um, so that's cool. But that yeah, was the I things I pulled out. all that. <laughs> Nothing is that interesting. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, Licorice Pizza first reactions praise Paul Thomas's Anderson Paul Thomas Anderson's latest film as god tier and impossibly sweet. There were there were some other reviews like one of them said it was very good, but it was meandering at some points. I mean, I didn't read all of them, but I'm I'm anticipating this is gonna be very good. So yeah, I mean, this is right up my alley, a coming of age, quirky kind of indie vibe. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to watch Lady Bird again. That's always a good, a good back holiday when, watch. Back when Chalamet had favor, he still is my favorite. People are coming around to my side. I think <laughs> they are. Okay, just because he's one note. Him and Lakeith Stanfield are in the same boat. Wait a minute! I we'll thought after this, we'll Lakeith to, oh. showed he had more toes. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. No way. I mean, okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this. We'll, we'll get back to it. Okay. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio in final talks to star in and produce MGM's Jim Jones movie. Uh, Oscar winner Leonardo DiCaprio is in final talks to play 
uh, okay, I don't know why they always repeat that. Uh, known as the leader of the People's Temple uh, religious group, Jones was behind the ni- November 1978 mass suicide at his Jonestown settlement that took more than 900 lives. Jones and his inner circle orchestrated the massacre at the Jungle Commune in Guyana with the followers directed to drink cyanide alterated adulterated punch. Um, I don't know. Cool, I guess. <laughs> Do you I mean, not know much about Jonestown? No, I want to watch the Kool Aid or whatever people. Yeah, say. I mean, is there a is there a documentary about it? I think there is, right? Uh, there's probably many. I not, I listened I to watch it, but... a podcast about it a long time ago. I think it was last podcast on the left. But I mean, I think this is good casting. Um, just to have someone charismatic like that playing mm. a cult leader makes a lot of sense. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. I mean fucked up that it's like a common phrase to say drinking the kool-aid when oh I'm is that where it came from i think so yeah oh wow well makes sense um yeah i was thinking about it i was when i read it about that it was going to be coming out i'm like is this like too sensitive a topic for like somebody to play and then i was thinking I'm like nah there's so much so many tragedies that we make movies off of i mean so like, it doesn't really matter hollywood doesn't care if it's too sensitive. yeah I know. except for when it's the boston bombing or whatever and they make a <laughs> mark Wahlberg. what's his name <laughs> mark Wahlberg play it like a mark year Wahlberg's later a hero he's a uh, patriot he made him you know his quote about 9-11 right wasn't he like i would stop yeah it he said if he was I'd on the plane the he said he would stop it and he would land it and save everybody what a fucking <laughs> piece of absolute mark shit Wahlberg. oh my god yeah he's the worst um, <laughs> robert downey jr and matt damon in talks to join christopher nolan film oppenheimer bring him on baby bring him on can't wait bring I'm everybody on fucking, this fucking robert movie. downey jr get out as long as killian Cillian, whatever his name is is the lead he is the lead he's playing Oppenheimer I know I'm saying I want him to be at the forefront he needs to be a leading man yeah I, I Robert mean, I Downey like... Jr. is just so like hacky he's just so every movie he's like oh, oh, oh I'm making Shut the same up. jokes I'm so sarcastic and Shut funny up. and charismatic I, just I think don't he's like gonna him. be different in this He's the, eh, he was okay in Zodiac, I guess, but Zodiac I actually didn't like in Zodiac <laughs> um, he was like the least compelling of the three uh, so uh, okay Chris Pratt to voice Garfield in upcoming film. <laughs> Why does Hollywood keep doing this? Like everyone is most people are like most people don't like Chris Pratt and they keep giving him beloved characters. Yeah, I mean he's a weirdo, man. I just I need him to disappear. Did you only... see did yeah, you see I, his um yeah, his I, Instagram thing of his wife? Yeah, I saw that. But he's probably gonna be running for office. That makes a lot of sense. Is he? That's what people are theorizing that he was going to become uh, like the next celeb too. politician, he'll the Hillsong cult leader. Um, yeah, he's a fun. I mean, also, I just like there are certain things where I'm like, does Mario need a movie? Does Garfield no, need a movie? No, Garfield has enough. It has movies, There's comic strips, and yeah, yeah, it's they don't like need a- that. And they don't need Chris Pratt bringing a new a new dimension to the Garfield universe. What is his voice? I mean, just oh I don't know. God, he's just so annoying. He likes lasagna and he's hates such Mondays. a little. Ugh, he gives me sociopath vibes. He is a creeper. The only thing I'll tolerate him in is, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. But Horrible. even those, even those, one of the worst Marvel movies. No, disagree. Yeah, hard disagree. Um, Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland quote here about the upcoming Spider-Man movie. McGuire and Garfield are not coming back. People are going to have to believe me at some point. Liar, liar. Of course they're coming back. Everyone's coming back. 
I thought Andrew Garfield was ne- was saying well, maybe he's he wasn't not, invited back. But I I highly doubt that because they're bringing back wasn't every there, villain. I'm pretty like, sure. Like a set wasn't there pictures or something of Tobey Maguire? I have been keeping myself so dark from any leaks, spoilers, theories. I need to be just completely like mind blown at the theater. I'm probably gonna wow. watch that like fucking five times. I probably gonna go to the theater twice. Well, to I'm that. going to be seeing that as well. I probably won't. I'm gonna be out of town that weekend, so. Well, if the opening weekend's probably gonna be a nightmare, anyways. Yeah, so I'll probably um, go during the week or something. What? Up? Oh, I was at, I was talking to I was doing showing the my students. Um, we were we were talking about rhetorical analysis on images, and I showed the the Spider-Man ad that just came out on Twitter with like the he's like with the stormy skies and the doctor mm. octopus arms and there's the you green mean, goblin in the background oh you mean the poster yeah the poster yeah. for it mm-hmm. and like i asked my students i'm like have you guys ever seen like the original spider-man <laughs> and they were like no <laughs> and then wow. i was like what about the second version they're like no i mean less people have seen the garden garfield version but i'm surprised they haven't even I'm like that's such a I mean, it's, it's a long to time miss ago. willem dafoe as the green goblin is to miss the performance well, they're gonna the get an edu- i mean i think it's gonna bring a lot of people back to the originals when they watch uh the original when they watch this one uh, especially with dafoe I'm so excited about that. Whenever I see that Nightmare Alley uh, trailer in theaters, (laughs) essentially, it's just like it's just the lighthouse Willem Dafoe, essentially. Um, All right. So the last thing here, uh, Ridley Scott, director of recent uh, House of Gucci and Last Duel, uh, has a trashes the uh, MCU. Their scripts are not any fucking good. They're superhero movies. So why don't they have better stories? They're mostly saved by special effects, and that's becoming boring boring for everyone who works with special effects. I mean, really, Scott's got a big dump in his pants, whatever. Like says the guy who does House of Gucci. Yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I, I like I would always would want a Marvel movie with a great script, like, of course. But like, I'm also not looking at it as like a fucking cinema. And that's the thing. It's like I get from being a director standpoint, you're probably upset that it's like those are the real uh, attractions when you go to the theaters, but it's like good, always like good, always stands out. The cream always rises to the top. If you're moving is movie is amazing. People are going to see it like, so maybe like get better movies. Really. I just Scott. think it's funny that he's, it's like, you got nothing to cl- complain about. He's made a lot of movies. Like he's not like being oppressed by Marvel. No, he's people want to watch success. big thing crash. That's what American <laughs> viewers want to see. <laughs> I do like big thing. I like big things fighting big things. Big thing sure. fight. <laughs> big thing crash. Big thing fight. All right. That's the end of movie news. Let's get into the heart of they fall, Ariana. Okay. Uh again, I'll be doing the plot summary of the 700 characters. <laughs> There's in this not movie. that many characters in this movie. <laughs> okay, take a look at the cast. Um the Harder They Fall is a 2021 American revisionist Western film directed by James Samuel, who co-wrote the screenplay with Boaz Yakin. Uh, the film by stars. Jay-Z. Oh, interesting. He I also think. did uh, this James Samuel guy. He is like a musician, and he did yeah, like a he, lot of the soundtrack for that too. I saw that. Yeah. The film stars Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield, R.J. Psych. Uh, Kai Seiler, Seiler, uh, Daniel Deadweiler, Eddie Gethegi, and Dion Cole. It is one of the uh, the few westerns whose principal cast members are all black. Although a fictional film, its characters are based on real cowboys, lawmen, and outlaws of the 19th century American West. Okay. So uh, the movie starts with a little quote that says, "While the events of the story are fictional, these people existed." Uh, those were shown on a black screen. 
the movie opens with a family eating a meal on what appears to be a farm. They're saying grace, and before they can start eating, they're interrupted by an unexpected visitor at the door. We know it's Idris Elba. You can pretty much ascertain that. Um, The father seems discomforted (laughs) by his appearance. Uh, Idris Elba kills the mother and father in front of the young child and then pulls a knife out to cut into the child's head. Any thoughts on that opening scene? Uh, The mom got murked as fuck. Um, they, I, I, the the uh, action scenes and the shootouts were very like aggressive and like a good way. I feel like pretty visceral. Well, people have been talking about Tarantino parallels. Yeah, a little bit, little Django ish uh, at some points. Um, yeah, the Idris Elba entrance was pretty badass. I liked how they always showed him from behind. Um, yeah, that's about it. So then the next scene begins in Salinas, Texas. It says sometime later. Uh, There's a man in a church. The man in the church, who is Jonathan Majors, uh, reveals that he is here to kill the scorpion. Uh, We can kind of ascertain at that point that he's the young boy looking to enact revenge on his parents' killers. He kills the scorpion, who has like this uh, scorpion tattoo on his hand. Uh, And then they kind of do a cool thing with the credits where the opening credits where like he shoots him and then each part of the word of the title screen comes up. So it's like, oh, that was gunshot, cool. the gunshot harder, whatever, whatever. The so rest that was of that, cool. the rest of that, I, I kind of hated like the, the, um, the song. And I think the song was Jay-Z on it, but it was like the song and like the rolling credits. I didn't really like that. It was a little bit, it was a bit cheesy, but so, I did like when they, when he was shooting them, how like the words. Popped yeah. So before the, the song, we do learn that Jonathan Majors has a bounty on his head or his, what's his name? Nat Love is his um, name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nat Love has a bounty on his head. But yeah, the opening credits are kind of like comic book like. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it was it fits with the style of the movie. Um, it almost kind of reminded me a little bit of like Zombieland almost. Like yeah. at some points, it's the way they like shoot people and kill people or maybe even a little bit of Kingsman. Uh, if people have seen Kingsman a little bit like that. Kingsman's a little bit more kind of out of this world type stuff but um yeah i I like their action scenes especially at the end um the fact that this hour is two hours and 17 minutes holy yeah we can talk about we'll get into that but um yeah okay that's all i got so then we see the next scene is a bunch of men riding on horses we're introduced to a new character bill pickett he's in the desert he's waiting to ambush this gang on horses there's a shootout then we need another character, Jim Beckworth. Uh, Jim and Bill are both in Nat Love's gang, and they're discussing. Jim particularly is fixated on Cherokee Bill because Jim is a fast shooter, and he hears that Cherokee Bill is faster than him. Mm-hmm. Um, Did we get to Damon Wayne? Like Damon Wayne? Yeah. Jr. So the only Damn one who kind of survives is Monroe Grimes, who's played by J- Damon Wayne's Jr. Um, he's taunting the two characters and saying that, kind of like alluding to the fact that the money that they stole is not from the bank. bank. It's from Rufus kind of like, they're kind Mm -hmm. of alluding to that. Yeah. I wrote, I'm not obsessed with this movie at this point. (laughs) Um, Yeah. There was a part where I wrote that too. I don't know if it was this, but I like, what did you think about um, them mixing like Southern accents with like modern accents, like modern. Do you notice that? Like not everyone had a consistent accent, but I didn't really get what you mean. I didn't really, it it didn't really bother me, but I, I I mean, I like, liked the stylistic elements of the movie more than the plot in the dialogue. So I guess like the stylistic choices were interesting to me, but mm. the story itself was not that compelling to me. Yeah. 
and was very long winded in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it could have been so this movie could have been an hour. And it a half. should have been, and it, you know, it probably would have been a much better movie. Sometimes I felt oh, like yeah. the movie didn't know what it was trying to do. Um, it, well, it just was like you knew what the beats were going to be, like the beats of the movie. You knew, except for the last scene. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but but you knew where where the beats of the movie were, even the last scene up to obviously the very last scene, but. You knew that it was going to be a revenge story that he had kind of become what, you know, what he was trying to get revenge on, et cetera, et cetera. But the way they got there was so long, like so many little in-between things that just didn't need, like you could have cut like 40 minutes out of the movie easily. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we're back following Nat Love again. He is going into a saloon of a sort to see, and we see that there's a woman performing who makes eye contact with Nat Love. And then we kind of see that they were former lovers because they start making out. Then she tells him to leave. Um, we Oh, we're also introduced to Cuffy in this scene, who's like the door person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of like tells everyone to check the guns at the door and everything like that. Um, so then, yeah, they start making out. She tells him to leave. It's stagecoach Mary, who he has the relationship with. Yeah. Uh, then Nat follows her up to the room. They start to make up. We see that he has like a ring in his hand which confused me for a second the way it was filmed it made me look like it made it look like he was pickpocketing her or something you know what i'm saying i didn't even notice that so he's pulling out his ring so later we find out that he was proposing but at that point i was like is he stealing the ring i'm very confused Mm. um she asks about the scorpion and nat's gang mary she also asks about rufus buck the man who killed nat's parents um yeah it seems like the what happened with their relationship is he became so obsessed with killing all rufus buck's gang that he was like never around blah 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 and like that was the sole focus and now he's kind of saying hey everybody's done rufus buck's in jail like we can just be together it's kind of what that um there's a couple things on here who I just don't get Zazie beats. Like, who is she? How did she get famous? Like, but like, who is she? She was in Joker. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen that. Joaquin Phoenix's uh, fixation. Mm. Um, that was, I mean, sh- I mean, that was obviously a well-watched movie. So mm. I don't really know who she is either. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she's the best actor. <laughs> she was okay. Yeah. She wasn't horrible, but I mean, no one in this, it, that's kind of part of the movies that I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be well acted or yeah it's supposed to be kind of campy right like i don't know if it is i I mean westerns are very theatrical yeah i mean there's definitely some over the top parts i'm lacking some of the appropriate context for like cultural context around westerns obviously but i did see a few articles floating around that were talking about earlier black westerns which i think would be really interesting to watch Mm. um but yeah, like there's a lot about Western style movies that I just don't know about because I haven't seen <laughs> many of them. But the only one really is um, with uh, what's his name? Javier Bardem. Oh, old country. No country for old men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind That's of really Western, the only yeah. Western ish I've seen. I mean, it is. It's on the yeah. desert. They're cowboys. Um, I just like when they get interrupted in the room. And the guy comes in. I think it's like Backworth or whatever his name is. He's like, he's like, y'all was making sex. I apologize. <laughs> he comes in and he ruins coitus. Yeah, he ruins the co- um, he coitus. He brings Nat to the captured Monroe Grimes, who informs Nat that Rufus Buck is getting out of jail. So then he lets mm-hmm. Grimes go. Yes. Um, then we see a new gang headed by Regina King, who her name is Trudy in this movie. Treacherous Trudy. Uh, she's accompanied by Cherokee Bill, who is Lakeith Stanfield. I wrote hot. I mean, Lakeith Stanfield is a hot man. 
just uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought he was speaking very clearly. In this <laughs> you know movie, what? What did opinion. it remind me of? But he was putting his voice down though. No, like but he, there was a movie. He kind of reminded me of like uh, what was it called? Judas and the Black Messiah. His character in that, like, he just has the same voice. And he doesn't everything. have a ton of rage. He you know has, this, and I like him as a person. I guess, like, when I'm when he's in a movie, I'm like excited to see him on screen. But he has never transformed. And him and Timothy, same fucking camp, man. Like, <laughs> okay, do we have to bring Timothy into this? <laughs> I, is it Timothy or is it no, Timothy? It's Timothy. <laughs> Timothy. Timothy. Timothy Chalamet. Right. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Um, okay, so she's on a horse and like she stops uh the train as the train is nearly rushing towards her. This guy comes out, the captain, who almost mm. calls her a very derogatory term, but she shoots him in the head, which I thought well deserved. Oh, I don't what? even remember that. I don't know why I didn't even remember that. She was he was like, What are you doing? You damn yeah, whatever and before he can say it like yeah, she, she kills him she kills him i like I how there was like artic- barely any white people except for in this scene <laughs> well the, scene. i thought the the uh the town of white people was actually really yeah, funny the way yeah, that it they was. styled it mm-hmm. um and then i read there was an article that popped up about why the director chose not to uh use any of like the n-word in the movie mm-hmm. but i didn't read it um let's see yeah i just wrote I said, keith being his same old lakeith lakeith i said he seems to have lowered his voice an octave. yeah regina king looked pretty badass but yeah um trudy and cherokee bill want the keys to a vault in the train uh rufus buck is in the vault <laughs> um <laughs> there's just like a lot of back and forth of trying to get yeah. into the vault Buck's i liked game. that scene like the way they shot it where he was With on the, one side of the door yes, and the door scene yeah i thought that i liked the train scene um I mean, I like when the Lakeith was just beating the shit out of people and yeah, they were, you know, very menacing. Yeah. The best parts of this movie were the vi- was the violence. Yes. Yeah. Yep, the yep, best yep. part. Yeah. <laughs> the style and the violence are the best parts of this movie, which is usually yeah. not what I, at least violent movies are not usually my thing, but mm-hmm. the, like I said, the narrative itself wasn't that compelling to me or the acting necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bucks, they let out Rufus Buck. He kills all the soldiers on the train except for the boy. Because he can drive the train. <laughs> yeah, because he can drive the train. Then in the next scene, we've got Nat in the saloon. Then the marshal comes in. I actually liked him. He was good. He's he's in a lot of stuff. Delroy Lindo. Yeah. Uh, he sounds a, like he a Star very, Wars character. Delroy he Lindo. was very convincing as the marshal. I yeah. was like, he is the marshal. Um, he informs Nat that Buck has been pardoned and he takes Nat in to be arrested and tried. Um, then mm-hmm. in the next scene, which we find out later what happens, but then in the next scene, we're in Redwood City, which is like Bucks City or town, I yeah, guess. This is where um, I was bored. This is where yeah, I Yeah, there's a lot of meandering. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. He talks about money that's been robbed from him. He goes to confront the guy, Wiley Esco, who's like the, I don't know, police head or what is he? Of, of- He was... So he ran with Rufus's crew. And I think when Rufus went away, he made him like the sheriff of the town and like the mayor. And mm. I think he kind of turned against them a little bit. So then when he came back, he was like, all right, I'm trying to teach you a lesson. It was so he beats vicious, the shit out of him, which was pretty hard lips. to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kicked his ass. Um, he tells him to get out of Redwood. Mm-hmm. Then the next scene, the marshals actually teaming up with Nat, which I kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. Um to get rufus 
Nat's gang has been following him and they want him wants to join. So that was Jim, uh, stagecoach Mary and Pickett. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Cuffy. Uh, then in the next scene, Trudy's giving a speech to Redwood City, which again, I sort of just blacked out. Buck's gang is demanding money from the citizens. Mm-hmm. Nat's gang runs into Wiley on the road. Wiley tells the gang that Rufus is looking for money. Uh, then Mary comes up with a plan to go into Redwood to gather info. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, Nat is trying to propose to her, but she refuses. Yep. I mean, I got got really uh, nothing. Uh, I mean, he did sing a little bit, Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he nice, sang a little bit. Nice sultry voice. Nice sultry voice. Um, um, I didn't really get the significance. So like when Stagecoast Mary comes into town and she goes in the saloon and there's that blue lady dancing around the saloon they focused on. Was there like so some sort of significance? <laughs> I was reading like a review of it uh, just to kind of see what other people were saying or whatever. And they were like, this movie has like Quentin Tarantino, Boz Lorman. And I was like, <laughs> I actually really liked that scene. I thought it was cool, but it was very like didn't do anything nowhere. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really cool though, like visually. Um, yeah. But they I also not- was like, what? I was going to say, like, why the fuck would she go there? Why would she think that was going to work? Out? I don't know. Yeah, it was a really bad idea. And she just got knocked <laughs> the fuck out. Um, yeah, I wish they kind of had more. I don't know. I was like, I thought there was going to be more of their meeting. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of was like one line and he was like, knock her out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but basically she goes there. Her plan fails. She offered she was basically trying to offer to buy the saloon so that they, yeah. she could give them more business. And mm-hmm. then Trudy and Buck are like, no, they don't. They don't believe her. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I wrote my eyes are glazing over in certain parts of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think Regina King had a good little monologue uh, there with her when she was with her the apple about her sister. sister Thought yeah. it was pretty good. Um, they, I think uh, this is when Jonathan Majors gets captured, too, and they string him up. He's got those fucking big ass lats. Yeah. So He's Nat's gang arrives mind. to gather Mary after she was getting like jostled around by Trudy. Jim challenges Cherokee Bill to a draw, but Bill refuses the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trudy and her gang torture Nat by punching the shit out of him, which no. looks so painful. I know he's just like using someone like a fucking punching bag. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Rufus confronts Nat. He tells he gives Nat the knife he carved his face with. Isn't that what yeah, it is? Pretty okay. sure. And then he's like, he wants his money. He wants Nat to get the money. Um, so then Nat devises a plan to go collect money from a white town with his gang mm-hmm. and Cuffy joins and she dresses as she dresses in feminine garb to get mm-hmm. into the town, which again, I was like, why would they, he's the one with the bounty on his head. So couldn't someone else do it? I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, like, but I, th- I, I like the scene. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. It um, was like the, they, they, the, the whole town was like pa- painted white, like blinding white. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when Cuffy goes in to get money, the fucking bank teller like laughs in her face. Um, and then they hold up the bank and they pretty much get away with it, except when Nat stupidly gives his name out at the end. Yep. Is that all you're all you're saying? <laughs> yep. No, I actually like the bank scene a lot. I mean, that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, I, just, I thought it was a good scene. I just, but I'm just saying it was, it was like, why did he give his name out? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he didn't care because he knew what the end game was, probably. I liked um, when he did when he gathered all like the guys in the corner and he looks at him he's like times have changed, ain't <laughs> they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah. Uh let's see what else. So this then, is when they go back to they go back to Redwood. They've got all the explosives or whatever, and they basically try and like it's basically the final standoff. 
Yeah, so I wrote this movie's way too long. But basically, yeah. Wiley comes up with all these explosives. They then go back to Redwood City and to, to stand off. Um, the face-off finally begins. It's um, okay. It's a long... I mean, I liked the last In scene, parts, though. There yeah. was like 50... Like, somehow Rufus Buck got 50 people. Yeah, I was going to say, who are and all these people? In the there was like 50 people on, in his gang, and uh, they just were terribly... Play, like in terms of like a tactical position like they were just in the center of the town like totally exposed but yet they couldn't die like they would not die they were just that making these shots too because like <laughs> there's supposed to be a sense of decorum with certain western yeah movies but then it's like but if you re- but at the end of the day like they keep breaking these rules so then it's like why don't they ever break them when it matters know, like just kill everybody it I was know. yeah it was like it, and i liked it i really liked the zazi beats and regina that was my favorite scene. yeah yeah was that was cool good fight it was in Visceral, like a clothing yep, place like through a different textiles yeah through different um i guess landscapes or whatever backgrounds sets um yeah i really liked that scene oh and, and also regina obviously king the- gets knocked the fuck out Jim and Cherokee Bill finally do the quick draw and Cherokee Bill does a dirty and kills him. Mm-hmm. Which again, Jim, it's like you're gonna die. I dude. was hoping he was gonna win. Um well, yeah. I thought they redeemed it pretty well. Um mm. finally, yeah. So then there's just a bunch of chaos with yeah. you know the marshal and Nat are shooting. Yeah, Nat gets shot in the shoulder, Delroy, Lindo, and the Marshal and Nat are like back to back at one point, literally in the center of the town, like no cover nothing just in the center of town just shooting and always getting one shot kills like they never shoot twice at a person uh which i think but is yeah. very it's very western like that is very western um so yeah and then uh <laughs> you've got the last okay scene. but the thing that confused me is that didn't it look like trudy let mary go at one point no well because mary didn't have a bullet in her gun and trudy looked at her and it was weird and then mary was like i'm going to find trudy it seemed like she no. was letting her go or something. No, no, that's when they fought after that. No, I know, but I'm saying it looked like when she was on the ground, when she could have easily, when Mary could have easily been killed by Trudy, that Trudy ran away oh. instead. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I also wrote that this scene would be so fun to, like, as an actor, imagine how yeah. fun it would be to film that, mm-hmm. like that set and everything. Um, but yeah, obviously, the best part of that was the Mary and Trudy fight. Yeah. Um, then like i don't know wiley gets blown up by rufus which again why would you what was his plan like the fact that he just like why didn't anybody attack him quicker like he was just sitting in the house in the center of all the action and then like then he just at at the end of all of it is when like he never came out to act he was just waiting for it to happen i guess i don't know yeah so then oh there is a point when earlier in the movie cuffy was basically telling jim that she could shoot faster than him Mm -hmm. um so eventually Cherokee Bill kills Pickett in front of Cuffy. Cuffy's yep. very upset, and then she kills Cherokee Bill, just as she faster. predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, Nat goes in for Rufus, and then Rufus <laughs> tells this long, fucking winded story about his dad. Which at that point, I was like, they have the same dad, don't they? I didn't think that until he's. Um, I was so mad at that. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah that was ridiculous and then they're like and and is like do it kill take your revenge and it was yeah i mean whatever i mean it was a because very intense scene um it didn't the movie's tone is not that and so i, I actually wanted to see them do like a proper 
duel shoot off yeah so i don't know i was like we don't need this idris elba bad acting right now like mm-hmm. it was just too too much but um yeah so so nat does end up killing it killing him and then they have the twist at the end where trudy is still alive, still alive yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically coffee goes off with the marshal to be a, a marshal and, and mary go off together mm-hmm. and trudy's still alive so do you think they would make a second movie i hope not um but they might they might uh yeah so final thoughts on that i mean too fucking long way too long St- yeah i don't know that was sort like of discordant like, from scene yeah. to scene um i said the shootout was fun the, the action scenes were very fun the style was fun um but ultimately just i don't know the the tone was kind of confusing for me to ascertain what they wanted the tone to be and what they wanted mm-hmm. the how humorous they wanted it to be versus how serious does this guy um, directed anything else I think he's like mostly done music videos as far as yeah. I know. So he this might be his first movie. Let me look. I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it's awesome. Like what they what they did, um, you know, having an all black Western cast. Uh, I like that a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, I think they could have done a better job of it. That's for sure. I know. I kind of was. A little bit disappointed because it's such yeah. a good cast like they have so many st- it's a star-studded cast and i felt like the acting was just not up to par i thought jonathan majors the was script good. maybe i don't know um i thought jonathan majors and regina king were good. like regina king got better in the second half but um at the beginning i thought she was a little cheesy but i thought jonathan majors was pretty good throughout and i like the the auxiliary carries like picket and um jim i liked both of those coffee was good um but still yeah, could have been yeah, better. it just wasn't my favorite movie. Um, yeah, I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven as well. Yeah, it's a very much a seven movie. I don't know yeah. if I would. I would recommend it more if it was shorter. <laughs> but it's a if it was movie. an hour and a half, hour forty minutes, it'd probably be a good movie. Um, yeah, there's too much back and forth. Like now we're meeting up at the camp. Now we're going to Redwood mm-hmm. City. Now we're going. Yeah. Now it's like, but then they like also didn't even spend that much time at certain places. It was very right. confusing. There's a lot of travel back and forth. So I don't know. It was an interesting uh, try, though, and definitely a unique yeah. directorial yeah. debut, if that's his debut, right? Um, I think it is, yeah. So, for a directorial debut, it's pretty good. I mean, it has some cool shots. Um, it was interesting how many people were talking about Tarantino, though. Because actually, I, I immediately just, thought of that, even though yeah, I don't even watch Tarantino. You haven't movies. seen Django either. I've seen, I, I watched, I've watched like half of Django. This is a yeah. long time ago when I was on campus, but then my like internet like <laughs> messed up, but I actually really liked it when I was watching it. Django is really good. Um, and I think it really, it's just like the visceral violence that, that uh, reminds people of uh, a Quentin Tarantino. And then Django was also, you know, a black Western kind of, or like a black cowboy almost. Oh, it was like a, a, yeah, it was revision, revisionist yeah. history. Yeah. Which is um, all Quentin Tarantino does essentially. Um yeah, so I think that's it. So that was it. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't the best, still, but um, it was okay. I don't know. Some people really. I mean, I looked at the reviews. People were reviewing it pretty favorably across the board. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily as entertained by it because I, I'm also just not an action movie person in general. So I think I was less likely to 
like it in general maybe i don't know yeah they just should i honestly probably would have given it maybe seven five if it was shorter yeah um, if it was shorter honestly like two hours and 20 minutes is a long movie i know it was so any standard long. like it's a long movie like i'm okay with two hours hour 50 i mean obviously for a marvel movie i'm okay with whatever the length or star Ooh. wars movie but for like other movies it's like two hours hour 50 you know keep it at somewhere around there but uh yeah all right so uh next week i don't know what we'll do is are there any movies coming out this week that we need to see i'm Probably. not sure um, i know that the cyrano uh, movies i don't know when that comes out I but what i actually is, with peter dinklage oh do you think that's gonna be good i'm curious about it just because i know of like the story and everything and i like peter dinklage a lot but i'd have story? to see the reviews it's basically like it's like a french story about a guy who in the story he's like not conventionally attractive and he like writes love letters to a mm. woman and i think there's like a third party that pretends to be him maybe yeah. or something like that i have to i watched it in like high school but okay so next one that comes out yeah there's nothing coming out this week i've got i want to see night late night in soho or whatever last night oh night, that's been know. out but yeah um yeah the next one that's coming out is house of gucci the 24th mm. uh encanto is the new pixar movie looks pretty good um i won't see that house of but, gucci but yeah not until december 10th are we gonna see being the ricardos what the hell is that that's the the uh lucille ball with nicole Kidman. <sighs> okay just to laugh at it i don't want to i why did nicole her face they looks, what's they happening fuck, there? they fucked her up i'm there. sorry nicole i don't like to shame women for getting plastic surgery but she's got some issues there in the face mm -hmm. i can't yeah. look at nicole kidman anymore yeah she's stuck she's, she just she's is got such that a... she's got that amc uh <laughs> wait did you... <laughs> some, someone did this <laughs> It's their Halloween. Yeah, costume. their Halloween costume. We're sitting in the theater. That is because that's stupid commercial. Yeah. It just feels. She's like heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> Somehow heartbreak feels good in a place yeah. like this. I don't know how to do an Australian. Somehow. <laughs> Crikey! No, I don't know. Hugh Jackman. Um. <laughs> the, everyone, go watch the Hugh Jackman doing the Wolverine. Oh behind my this. god, I fucking love that. Is there anyone you can find that? It's video Logan. Yeah, yeah, you could find it and post it on the Instagram. It's like Hugh Jackman doing the voiceovers for uh his like scenes in logan and him just going he's like <laughs> and they have a they have a camera of him in the studio doing it and it's really fucking funny um he's just dedicated to the craft uh so yeah that i guess that'll be this week i don't know what we'll do next week um it's a mystery <laughs> it's a mystery so uh yeah remember to like review comment subscribe follow instagram twitter um I don't know what else. Apple Podcast. Um, yeah, we'll give us a give us a review, please. Yeah, don't just give a measly star. Put a review on there too. Put we'll a take, review. We'll take a star, but we'd rather have a review with this. You can just well, you can just write good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> five stars. Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> Interesting. Fun. Yep. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I think we're gonna start posting our scores on um, on Instagram. Just volunteering you to do that again, Ariana. Okay, I guess for, if you uh, want to. Uh... How do they fall? <laughs> um, just so people know what I, I guess know what we're reviewing and what we think. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.